This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And up next is our Spotlight segment, and we are really excited to welcome two executives from Ferrara Candy Company, which is an industry leader in U.S. confections. You may not know the name Ferrara, but I'm guessing you know a lot of their brand names and they can go over what they do. I, as a candy lover, know all of them. I'm very familiar with everything you buy, my favorite ones. Um, and they're one of the fastest growing confection companies in the country. Mm. So we have as our guest today, Kate Adams, who's the Senior Marketing Director of Black Forest and Fruit Snacks Portfolio at Ferrar. Hello, mm-hmm. Kate. Hello. Hi, Kate. And we also have Mariah Havens, who is the Marketing Director for Seasonal at Ferrar. And mm-hmm. I wish everybody could see I know. Mariah right now. Right, because, <laughs> because Mariah is wearing actually Easter bunny. <laughs> purple bunny Easter ears, listeners. You, you, can, you have to... You have to I don't want any of my secrets out, but I am actually the Easter Bunny's number one go-to. So, <laughs> there you go. If you have any wishes, send them my way now while you have time. Well, uh, you know what, Mariah? We are extremely excited to have a very, very serious conversation with you while you're wearing purple Easter Bunny ears. So. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I mean, let's start right in. We can't. First of all, Mariah, I'm going to ask you all about Easter because Easter's this coming Sunday and everybody's got to make their Easter baskets. But first, tell us all your brands I mean the big ones like I, I, I I'm just my favorite is sweet tarts let me just say so I love sweet tarts I love spring I know that you make all of these but talk about some of your big big brands oh fun dip oh my god you have such a <laughs> Barbara try to control yourself <laughs> I, like, I, uh, for limited Barbara needs right now is a sugar high that's for sure <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate your love. First of all, thank you so much. Um, you know, as you think about not only Black Forest, which we're so excited to share with you in a minute here, some of the great innovations for all occasions, whether it's egg hunt or basket building, um, in addition to that nice compliment and arguably that better for you option, you know, that mom and dad can feel good about bringing to the seasons. We've got our classics with Brock's Jelly Beans. Um, we have three to four new innovations this year under Jelly Beans. So Rainbow Sparkle, must try them. Very similar to Sweet Tarts, but even prettier. Uh, we've got a version of our All Reds, which plays off of strawberry, watermelon, sort of just that classic fruit combo. And then uh, to round out this year in terms of innovation, we're taking that All Reds bag and half of the bag is going to be dipped or fully enrobed in chocolate. So really playing off of that chocolate covered strawberry, et cetera. Um, but as you said, we have fun dip, we have lemon, like we have everything and anything, sweet tarts, you name it, Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy. Um, but again, you know, in the spirit of this conversation, super excited to be able to innovate outside of, you know, one of those core brands for Ferrara with Black Forest. Uh, as I mentioned, whether you're building a basket, whether you're egg hunting, whether it's virtual, whether it's a social distance, uh, to your point, we literally have something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So Kate, do you want to talk a little bit more about Black Forest and what, uh, uh, that option is? I'd love to. Yeah. So our Black Forest brand um, 
includes gummies and fruit snacks. And we have classic businesses and organic businesses under each of those portfolios. And really what Black Forest stands for is all about being real juicy and real good. We are deliciously juicy gummy and fruit snacks because we're made with real fruit juice. Mm -hmm. um, but we're real good because we're made with ingredients that you can feel good about choosing. Mm. Plus, we're announcing um, as part of this radio show and otherwise, uh, our, our commitments to the planet, right? And to, to being better for the people and the planet um, in everything that we do, um, because we believe that real good requires real action. Mm. And even those small choices like what candy or what fruit snacks you choose um, can make a real impact. Yeah, so Americans and I have talked about this a lot. There's a lot more pressure on brands to be good citizens, mm -hmm. to come up, and not only to create these great products, which for me go back to my childhood, and they just yeah. mean so much. Talk about brand identity, Americans. This right. is my identity, <laughs> all of this stuff. Right. But now it's more than just you know creating good product. It's mm -hmm. really standing up and making the earth a better place. How did your company come to the conclusion that they needed to join this discussion? Mm -hmm. Kate. Yeah, yeah. so that, it's a great question, right? And I think um, what we really did was we started with, we, we started with consumers, the same consumers who um, were not the most known brand. We know that, right? Briar already talked about it, you all acknowledged it, but those consumers that know us, they love us. Mm. And they love us, right? Because again, that real juicy, real good um, tagline that we live by. and what we really went back to was the consumers, right? So we, about a year ago, we talked to consumers to get a sense for what was motivating them. And we know that, we know that that's having options that they can feel good about choosing. And we know that that's when a brand is, is making commitments to be better for the people consume, consuming them, better for the planet. Um, and all of that is part of um, what really led to our sustainability efforts. We talked to those consumers about what of our sustainability-led commitments would mean the most to them, right? And what what would what could we do to be uh, transparent and, and honest with those consumers? And so we took those learnings to heart. We took that feedback to heart when we put together our um, our purpose-led promise across our product, our packaging, our process, and our nonprofit partnerships with the National Forest Foundation. And um, it was really important to us that we that we start with the consumer. Right, but establish those commitments ourselves and ensure that we're um, we're uh, bringing those to the market. So, Mariah, how does all of this play out in to Easter? You're in charge of all this seasonal stuff. You've got all of these brands. Like I said, I'm not. These brands have been around some of them for a very long time. Black Forest may be less, not as well known, but some of these others are classic, classic. And you've got. Like you said, you're the helper to the Easter bunny. America's daughter, Zora, she's expecting like real candy yes, and Easter. Yes. And uh, what are you going to do to map, to merge this new attention to value, sustainability, mm. and also to deliver value to uh, the Easter bunny as his big assistant? <laughs> you got to stay true to those classics, right? With our Brock's jelly beans or, you know, one of our top branded jelly beans, as you mentioned, you're a big fan of the sweet tarts. Um, you know, it's really 
really all about balance. Uh, if you think about just Easter basket uh, building alone, right? You might have bubbles in there. You might have other categories. So how do you bring in food and snacks in a way that sort of balances it out, right? So again, classics in terms of our Brock's or sweet tarts items. You know, we actually uh, acquired quite a bit of cookie brands uh, over the last year. So that's been a huge success for us as well to sort of add to that portfolio. But what we love about Black Forest and it's truly our anchor in terms of that better for you option. Cause you know, I think mom and dad also want to have a balance, right. Of categories, as well as when you think of food and snacks, both those sort of indulgent options, those classics, but also making mom feel good that she's also giving something, you know, that isn't truly aligned with like a fun dip or a Brock. So it's really about balance for mom and dad, as I think about, you know, building those, not only baskets, which I think, you know, Kate will tell you in a minute, or I can share as well, some of the great options that we have under Black Forest, but it's really just about the portfolio, right? Whether your egg has a fun dip in it or a Black Forest fruit snack, or your your basket has a trolley or a Brox, right? Or or that Black Forest theater box. So it's really all about balance, I think, as it comes to mom and dad, and they're, they're trying to figure out what is best for their family. So, you know, this has been a, a tough, um, a tough year, uh, but a lot of times when we look at things that have done well, frankly, um, alcohol's done well, you know, mm. I mean, some people are coping in certain ways with the long COVID years. Uh, I don't know how generalizable I am, but I have been eating, you know, my share of sweet products, cookies and candy, which you make um, healthy or not. I eat the healthy ones. I eat the less healthy ones. I eat all of them. Yep. And I would say my my purchases of candy skyrocketed during COVID. And I just wonder how generalizable is my behavior? <laughs> you, I think it's, oh, go ahead, Kate. Yeah, I think it's fair to say it's generalizable, right? I think um, everyone's looking for a sweet treat uh, before what we're all going through right now and, and, and now. And I think um, what we know also now is now more than ever, consumers are looking to choose those candies and to choose those fruit snacks that are made with real ingredients um, when they're feeding their families. And we're also seeing a rise in consumers' interest in sustainability, right? And supporting those environmentally conscious brands. Um, and it's, it's really because of those trends, right, that Black Forest has said, well, we're going to take real action to make a, a, a real good difference. And that's in ensuring that we have real ingredients across our entire portfolio. It's ensuring that we have um, fully sustainable, recyclable, reusable, or compostable packaging by 2025. Mm. It's ensuring that we continue to partner with the National Forest Foundation to plant 1.5 million trees by the end of 2022 with the target of planting 10 million trees by 2030, all the while ensuring that we are cleaning up um, and, and creating less waste as a part of our, our manufacturing process. And in doing that, as I said before, we talked to the consumers and what they're seeking right now is they're seeking transparency. And so we're doing all of that with a digital portal, right? Where they can track our progress and oh, they wow. can see what we've committed to and they can see how we're performing against that progress. So um, I think that was true before. And again, I think it's true now. And I, and I, I'm just, I'm very honored to be, um, you know, to be coming to the market with these um, real good actions that 
Let me talk about trends that we've seen during COVID and how you're and how you're relating to it. So one of the big trends that we've seen during COVID, not only eating more candy and alcohol and eating comfort foods and whatever, but we've also seen, and you're talking a little bit about it, a push not only for brands to do better for the earth and sustainability and things like that. That's definitely been heightened. And I'm really glad to hear that you're doing these um, these these initiatives, and I'm glad that you um, that that's happening. But the other thing you mentioned is that direct digital connection with the customer. So we're seeing a lot of brands trying to to collect what they call as first party data from end user data. Like I don't know how much of your business is direct. Like is it online direct business, or do you typically sell through wholesalers, or how has the shifting world in retail, which we've seen really happen heavy duty in COVID, um, how has that affected your business and your priorities in terms of go to market strategies and things like that? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Barbara. Right, uh, I think any company can relate to the to the 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 transition to more of an omni-channel approach, right? And you see that in the layering of of e-com with your media plans. You see that in this digital um, shopper experience. And I would say from a marketing standpoint, we need to evolve as well. And I'll use the Black Forest um, Cause Partnership with the National Forest Foundation as an example of that, right? And a year ago, um, just a few weeks before um, we were all shelter in place, we were gonna go to market with a campaign um, that, that asked consumers to go to store and pick up a specially marked pack. We 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 changed up that program and that call to action to say post a picture of a tree with our bare heart tree hashtag and we will create the first ever virtual national forest and it was at a time when consumers needed calm they needed serene they wanted to be outside right and it was and it was just being aware of that consumer mindset and i'm happy to say that that program from 2020 has already won several awards most recently a saber awards um and is up for a few more. And, and I'll say that that's the same mindset that we're bringing to the, to the program this year, right? And we will come back to the market with the, the National Forest um, Partnership um, in April of this month with that same sort of what's on consumers' minds right now? What are they seeking to do right now? So I think it's both in what companies are doing from the omni-channel and, and digital approach, as well as marketers being aware of the consumer mindset, right? And how they're, how they're thinking about how their programs can and should evolve. Um, as they go to market. Mariah, can you just jump in? I love to want to follow up on what Kate is talking about here insofar as how it plays out uh, for Easter. So is are we ready now to sort of say we can get back to what our kind of what we feel are normal Easter egg hunts and normal uh, ceremonial protocols that we've been used to? Or are you all planning to do some sort of mix where you have kind of a very strong digital aspect built in? Uh, that's question number one. And then question number two for both of you all is how much of this is going to stick when all of this is over? So in other words, what Barbara and I talk about and think about yeah. a lot is, you know, we're learning, everything's disrupted and we're trying to figure out what's going to be the, the stuff that actually stays and what are, what's going to be the stuff that we actually return to. So Mariah, if you could comment on yeah. that first, this notion of what does Easter look like in 2021 yeah. uh, in, our, in this COVID world? And then Kate, follow up with kind of this notion of your thoughts on what's going to stick, what's going to what's going to fade away when, when we all come out yeah. of this. Yeah, not only, as Kate said, did you guys hit the, the nail on the head, but, um, you know, trying to crack the egg, all puns intended, right? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're really, op like, optimistic, right? Um, you know, 20, Easter 2020 was the first season that people were really sheltering in place, right? 
And then as we see with the, the following seasons, Halloween, holiday, Valentine's Day of 2021, people not only were trying to bring those tried and true occasions and celebrations to life, but one of the best parts about you know this world or this year that we didn't know we were going to embark on was that there were new celebrations, mm. new ways, uh, new activities, new new family moments, new friend moments, right? That we were were building on. So, um, you know, we're really excited. Not only the trend that we're seeing for Easter 2021 this year, um, in terms of sort of having that hybrid approach to whether it's a, a virtually safe egg hunt. Uh, or, or a small distance egg hunt, right? Um, we're still seeing those sort of blended traditions and occasions being brought to life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as we embark on the following seasons, like we're just gonna see those tried and true ones come back in full force. Mm. But I think there was a lot of special moments and uh, sort of taking a step back to appreciate the smaller gifts in life mm -hmm. that we're gonna see continue ah. to build to some of those tried and true occasions as you see in Easter. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Thoughts on this, Kate, in terms of, forecasted trends that will be there, new, new, new things that have emerged as a function of being disrupted and, and things that will recalibrate back to normalcy. What are your thoughts, Kate? Yeah, I think we talked about, I think the omni-channel approach in the, in the digital social uh, shopper space, that, that will contrend. I, I also think that what will stick around is that consumers expect more of the brands that they shop, right? To do their part to protect people, protect planet. Um, I don't think at all that it will go away that consumers want real ingredients in the, the candy and the snacking um, choices that they are making. So I think the idea of um, real action driving real good, I think is something that will, that will stick around um, after this and real ingredients, real action, protecting the people and the planet. I'm Barbara Kahn, and this is Marketing Matters, and I'm here with my co-host, Americus Reed, and we're talking to Kate Adams and Mariah Havens, who are marketing executives at the Ferrara Candy Company, and they're talking about two really big trends that happened during COVID. One is this um, omni-channel experience uh, that matters, and really uh, communicating with their customers both directly, digitally, and uh, obviously through the stores where they sell their products. And also the importance of a brand to build a relationship with their customers and to inspire trust. And this has helped them announce this new sustainability initiative that they're, uh, that they're starting through their Black Forest brand in particular, which is real juicy and real good, um, to try to really communicate what's important to their customers. Sustainability, saving the earth. It's not only just about having a good treat, but it's also about doing the right thing at the right time. I, I think I, sell, I summarized uh, what, some of the things that you're saying there. So um, just going forward, like what do you see, how do you see yourselves in the next year? Are there new initiatives? You're gonna build on these initiatives? Um, Mariah, what, I mean, you're, you're all caught up in Easter, but then I guess following Easter, what happens next, Mother's <laughs> Day or? Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, funny you ask. I'm actually planning Valentine's Day as I, as I think. <laughs> 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 again, Black Forest, again, is, is just one of those classic items that literally is that better for you option. As Kate said, that feel good option, especially coming off of this year, right? Like everybody took a step back, realized what was important to them, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was family, friends, the environment, 
Like, how can you do good in a world, right, that you necessarily can't control what's going to happen? Um, so, you know, as I as I move forward and everything that's happening, right, within <laughs> within the trends and vaccines and all that, like, it, it's only going to be, you know, our next normal moving forward, right? And that means going back to those tried and true items, but bringing in those things that, you know, maybe weren't as important to you, sustainability, mm-hmm. better ingredients, as Kate said, right? Those new occasions, if you're baking at home now, right, with jelly beans or black forest, fun dip, you name it, right? Those are going to continue to grow, but I think we're going to see a, a good trajectory in terms of those classic items that people think of, not only in Easter, but, you know, in those other core three seasons. You know, I want to ask you one question. You mentioned that you're planning for Valentine's Day. It reminds <laughs> me that, of course, in this world, in order to get the product to show up at the right time, you've got to plan it way in advance. And obviously, you were hit with COVID, like, whoa, surprise! All the planning that you were doing went out the window. And I wonder, you know, in terms of your corporate climate and your corporate culture and organizational culture, if there was any learning that you made as a team when you had to pivot so quickly to respond to something totally unanticipated, how yeah. how that happened, Mariah? What, what yeah, was- I would say it's a, um, honestly it, probably a two to three prong approach, right? Um, not only do we have great customer relationships with all of our top customers, right, across all channels, we partner with our brand teams, such as Kate on Black Forest and, and others, and then we hear what consumers are saying, right? So um, outside of being able to predict the future, I think it was something that we really listened to sort of those three core buckets, right? What customers are looking for, how to make them feel comfortable, mm-hmm. appeal to the changing dynamic of consumers, and then work with the brand teams like Kate and Black Forest to make sure that their innovation, their causes are being brought into the seasons in a way that are going to bring them to life in an authentic way outside of the everyday business. Well, just for my like my teaching in my class when I start yeah. teaching consumer behavior again, what are your seasons? I'm curious. I, I remember there are like 14 seasons in retail. <laughs> like, what it, it, uh, okay, so um, if we start calendar year, it's Valentine's Day, Easter, Halloween, and holiday. Oh, that's it. You don't you don't consider Mother's Day. I guess nobody eats candy on Father's Day, but Mother's Day. I- <laughs> well, fathers do. I wait a minute, Barbara. Could we throw St. Patrick's Day in there too? I mean, there's no. tons of there's tons of white space. Don't get me wrong. But right. those are again where we're anchored in our core four, whether it's Brock's, Black Forest, Sweet Tarts, as you said. It's sort of where we have some of those classic items that we can bring to life in, in a fun seasonal way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate's lucky, you know, her brand is something that succeeds every day as mm-hmm. well as in the seasons. Mm-hmm. There are some brands at our in our portfolio that only spike during the season. So oh. it's just nice to be able to bring in a everyday good for you option into the seasons as providing just an option for somebody, to, again, to have that variety and something that they can ultimately feel good about. Well, that's great. Kate and Mariah, thank you so much for joining us today. And where can our listeners go to keep up with you and everything that's going on at Ferrara? Yeah, Kate. yeah. I would say to, to read more about our Black Forest Real Good, um, Real Juicy Real Good commitments, go to blackforestusa.com backslash promise. And you can um, hear about all of our commitments and how we're tracking against those commitments. Yep. And then from a seasonal perspective, I would first point you to our Brock's uh, webpage, as well as our Brock's Instagram, uh, that has a lot of fun, not only every day, but really bringing to life some of those seasonal items, such as your jelly beans uh, and some of the items that we we strive for under the, the Brock's brand. So uh, lots of fun options to engage with us uh, and also be informed. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Happy holidays. Happy season. Um, <laughs> it's great to have you with us. Thank Excellent. you all. So much. Thank you so much.
Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. And now, Americans, we're going to close the hour with a new thing that we just started, which is called our final word. Mm -hmm. And each of us is going to come up with a final. We've been thinking about it all hour, what oh, wow. our final word is. Uh, do you have one? for? I don't, uh, but why don't you go first while I think of one in the last 20 <laughs> seconds since you you've been pondering been thinking about it all hour. <laughs> a lot of information, tons of information in this show. I'm just letting it all, you know, absorb in, Barbara. What's your, what's your final word? My final word is shoppertainment. Mm, that I ah. talked about this at the beginning. I think we're talking about it with candy and things like that. I mean, I'm a big proponent of customer-focused marketing, lifetime value of the customer, all those other things. We tout that at the Warden School all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think the other thing that's happening and it's been accelerated by COVID is the importance of entertainment, yeah. the other things that go around the, the product. You know, we talked about the new technology in the early part of the show that people are now buying so that they can contribute more of this, the gaming that's going on. Mm -hmm. We can we talk about the avocados and everything that's going around around avocados. Mm -hmm. So my final word, shoppertainment. I love that. My, my final word is probably synchronous with yours, Barbara. Mine would be connection. I think as a brand identity theorist, as a guy who studies identity, looking for ways for products, services, retail, to make deep, deep integrated connections with a sense of who you are. And that, and everything that you're talking about are little tiny baby steps, little tiny investments into that deposit of creating a reservoir of, of joy that's not just about, well, here's a product that I really like because it has good features, but is also reminiscent of this idea of it's part of who I am in some important way, whether it be nostalgic or in terms of how I want to express who I am to the rest of the world. So I love that this is we're reimagining marketing now. It's not just about the stuff. It's about all of these other wonderful things that as psychologists, you and I can now really have fun with trying to think through how all of this plays out in the marketplace. Exactly. I mean, I know you say this in your in your social media, Burps, but we love what we do. Marketing we do. has just become yes. like not just about selling products, but selling connection, customer experience, entertainment, joy, yep. mm -hmm. so we get to to do on marketing matters excellent cool really stuff. exciting awesome okay so thanks that's all we have time for today a big thanks of course to professor americus reed for being my co-host today and we'd like to thank our audio engineer dion simpkins chris tooks and our producer dana cash we're here every wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m eastern standard time and we replay our show several times throughout the week mm -hmm. and remember you can follow us on twitter at SXM Business for information about our show and our guest lineup. Thank you all for listening today. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with Americus Reed on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.